Well, I'm afraid that two of our three readings this weekend are admonitions about humility. And that doesn't seem like a bad thing on the surface, but it does present a little bit of a problem. In my experience, the more one talks about humility, the more it tends to morph into something else. Uh, this was made plain by 17th century French writer Francois de la Rochefoucauld, who put it this way when he wrote, humility is often only the putting on of a submissiveness by which men hope to bring other people to submit to them. It is a more calculated sort of pride which debases itself with a design of being exalted and through this vice transforms itself into a thousand several shapes. Yet the disguise is never more effectual nor more capable of deceiving the world than when concealed under the form of humility. Doesn't that seem like what's happening in the gospel today? It appears that Jesus is giving his disciples some simple advice about how to behave at parties. Take the lowest place so that the host will make a big show of bringing you up to a better seat. Well, if the whole point is to have someone fuss over you and give you a seat of honor, it's not exactly humility, is it? And our first reading from the prophet Sirach has the teacher saying, don't poke your nose into things that are above you. That's not humility, that's subjugation. At least it looks that way at first reading, doesn't it? Humility is a paradoxical virtue. The moment we attempt to be humble, if our motivations are at all self-serving, it's not humility anymore. The moment humility is publicly acknowledged, it's eliminated. So what is true Christian humility? Well, being just a simple priest, I'm sure I couldn't say. <laughs> See how that works? You didn't believe me. Honestly, as someone who's not really known for his humility, I think I may paradoxically be qualified to say something about it. Uh, American author Margaret Halsey said this, humility is not my forte. And whenever I dwell for any length of time on my own shortcomings, they gradually begin to seem mild, harmless, rather engaging little things, not at all like the staring defects of other people's characters. Real Christian humility is, I think, a deep understanding of one's relationship with God and an appreciation that with all of one's flaws and sins, that God still loves us completely and unconditionally. Today's gospel is a parable. It is not advice on party etiquette. And like all the parables, it has to be interpreted. So let's dig in a little bit deeper to find out what's really going on here. In this case, the, this wedding banquet in the parable can be understood as the banquet of God's kingdom. So the host is Jesus himself. Those who presume to take the best seats and are asked to move are those who, lacking humility, believe that they are entitled to be there because of their status or their observance of the law. To begin by taking a less honorable seat is not a maneuver to get moved up. It's the acknowledgement that we don't deserve or earn the salvation that we receive purely as God's gift. 
A deep understanding of our relationship with God tells us that we are flawed and that we all have sinned. And only when we humbly face that fact will we really be prepared to accept all that God's grace is prepared to do for us. And so the end of this gospel has a very similar message. When we're issuing invitations, we're inviting other people to share in everything that God has done for us. The point is the sharing and not receiving something back. We are very much conditioned to think in terms of our rights and our entitlements and to set up a cost-benefit analysis for every relationship. But humility teaches us that love is not transactional. It's not economic. It's a free sharing of oneself. Rights and entitlements can be important, but in any loving relationship with God or with another person, if those become our focus, then love becomes overshadowed by self-interest. So humility is that variety of love that tells us that because God loves us, warts and all, we can love each other. Humility doesn't believe I am unworthy of love, but rejoices in God's mercy and compassion and seeks to practice that compassion in every moment and in every relationship.